I'm Brent Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNF's Kinston. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. If you missed our first hour, you missed a really fun hour with our regular Monday guest, Mark Panicelli. As uh, we uh, look back at the NFL, we talked about my Christmas schedule a little bit. <clears throat> probably a little bit too long, but we had a lot of fun with him. Uh, we gave you the hometown hero update. We caught you up with everything going on and coming up here in this hour. In fact, we are calling him right now. Uh, Will Harrell from South Lenore. We've got a lot of stuff to talk to him about here in the next 20, 25 minutes or so. But if you missed the first hour, here's how you can listen to it. Uh, listen to our replay at uh, at 3 p.m. right here on betonthebull.com and 252 or uh, ESPN, you can uh, definitely do that. Or uh, you can go to brianhanks.com and uh, just click on the SoundCloud feed there. You can listen to it there, too. So uh, welcome to the show this morning from South Lenore High School. He is one of the coaches for the 919-252 football game. We've been talking for a month now. Hey, football is over, and I did my lead course, so, Coach Harold, You would appreciate this. I did the not-so-fast, my friends, as we're going to have some great football this weekend in Greenville. Joining us, one of the coaches of that and the uh, head football coach, the uh, the athletics director at uh, South North High School, Will Harold, joining us. How are you doing this morning, sir? Doing good, Brian. How you doing, bud? I am doing good. How does it feel for you? I got to ask you, and I know how much you love football, to, to be able to jump right back into it and then not just coach football, but uh, have some very, very good players join you uh, in uh, Greenville this weekend. Well, you know, it is very interesting. I mean, we I've been out of just about a little bit over a month now and um being able to like recharge the batteries a little bit and I mean this this whole selection process of players and stuff, I mean I've really felt almost like a college recruiter almost checking out film and highlights and talking to the kids and the parents and all through uh throughout the last month to six weeks. So I mean it's it's definitely been a you know, um definitely been different. And definitely exciting. I mean, we all of us were talking. We met actually last Sunday, and I said, you know, guys, I just hope we don't get anybody hurt. You know, we had a bunch of kids that played third, fourth, and uh, fifth round. We actually had a kid get hurt and break his leg the first round. So we were kind of on pins and needles just hoping everybody would come out of the playoffs healthy. So it's definitely been fun and interesting. Well, I will say this uh, web address several times for folks that want to know more about this game, uh, go to ENCElite.com. You can find out everything you need to know about uh, this 919 versus 252. You know what? I feel bad saying, why can't it be turned around, Coach, and be the 252 versus 919 showcase game? Yeah, I agree with you 100%. That's going to be in green, but I think we should be first anyway. Amen. Amen to that. But, again, go to ENCElite.com. I love they've got the little timer up there. Five days, five hours, 48 minutes, and 40 seconds. 39 seconds. 38 seconds. Until the game itself. So, uh, check it out again, ENCElite.com. Uh, how did you get involved with this, Coach? Um, I know so many guys that actually uh, – Put this on, and they reached out to uh, reached out to me. I think in late June, maybe early July, wanted to see uh, if I was interested in coaching. And I said, yeah, you know, absolutely. Uh, they kind of snowballed from there. When we put the staff together, and uh, when we kind of had the big meeting over Zoom, and then we kind of you know had to had a deadline. We had to wait for the uh, Shrine Bowl to pick the team and the East West. Uh, 
game to pick the team since they moved out to December. So I said, boys, I said, uh, it's almost like we're going to have leftovers from the game. So we we do uh, we do have some really good kids that, uh, I mean, personally, I feel like some should be playing in the East-West game, but I'm just glad I'm going to have them on, uh, on Saturday. Well, the neat thing about this, too, and as someone who's covered the Shrine Bowl for many, many years, who's covered East-West for many, many years, sometimes those kids, they slip through the cracks there. I mean, you can have – I mean, very, very good players. I mean, highly recruited players that sometimes make it through there. And they deserve a chance to be able to get out there and show what they can do, don't they? And then on top of all that, too, Coach, you've got players that maybe haven't signed that uh, that scholarship yet or the, the grant in aid or whatever to be able to play. This is a good chance for them to get out there and show what they can do, isn't it? Yes, I mean, and that's that's the big purpose of this game. I mean, I know uh, 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 several kids, especially in my position group, I feel like at least four of them have been under-recruited, and that was the whole purpose of this game was to get them more exposure. And we actually have several colleges coming out to watch us practice and play. And uh, There are several kids that have a few offers that uh, – when I was talking to someone last night, that, you know, as a coach, you know, I know you, you're, not my, you're not my real head football coach, but, you know, what do you think of this and that? Do you know this coach, that coach? And, um it does give them a little bit, a uh, little bit more exposure. Um, it gets the, it gets uh, all the college coaches that come out to practice and get to see them firsthand, get to see them go against good competition and see what they can do. And I know the past, I think this is the third year of it. A couple, a uh, couple of kids, the last two years have uh, actually received offers from playing in this game. So it was just another something good to get the kids, especially and a lot of coaching the east of. Uh, East of 95, so they think we're all under-recruited. And there are definitely some kids that I feel personally like they have fell through the cracks on the recruiting trail a little bit. That maybe it's because they are from this part of the state. They didn't have the exposure that some of the kids from Raleigh got. So, I mean, it's just a good experience for the kids and their family. Well, you know what? And I can say this too, Coach. As someone who uh, worked in Cleveland County for the first 10 years of my career, Cleveland County, Gaston County, Mecklenburg County, there, with all those schools being so close to each other, it's easier for her. not that that's not that I'm making an excuse here or anything, Coach. But it is easier for uh, you know for recruiters to get out there and see these teams and maybe you know it's easy, when you go to Gastonia, we'll just use that or heck, well Shelby's even better. You can go to Shelby and three minutes away, four minutes away, you're at Crest High School. You know what I mean? Whereas yeah. you come here to Eastern North Carolina and you get some of these programs, especially in the, down in our neck of the woods where there's time, there's schools 20, 25 minutes away from each other. Hey, to be able to get all these players in one place, I guess what I'm trying to say here, it does make it easier for recruiters to get out there and be able to uh, to find the players they want to be part of their teams. Oh, absolutely. When I was in uh, Franklin County, just north of Wake County, I mean, which just fans exactly right. I mean, that was 2011. You talking about that was Wake Forest, Roseville, Wakefield, uh, Heritage, I mean, Bun, Franklin. There were so many teams, so many schools. Like you know, like you just said, legit. You walk out the front door, you could ride five minutes. You had a mug standing right there. Yep. So, yep. Uh, I mean, it was very easy to uh, just walk out of one and go check out another one, and uh, it's easy to walk in one and say, "Hey, who's around me? Hey, coach, stop by this school if you need that. That school if you need this." So it's uh, I mean, it's definitely a lot easier recruiting wise, I guess. I mean. He said 25 minutes. You're lucky to go anybody. If you leave South and North, go 25 <laughs> minutes in any direction. You're lucky if you just ride by one school. So, 
And I guess that would be East Duplin if you think about it. I mean, it, it takes yeah. about 20, 25 minutes to get there, and you're you're absolutely right. On the line with us tonight, speaking of South Lenore, is the uh, head football coach, athletics director, Will Harrell. Okay, uh, I know Ron Cook is a head coach, and I'm looking at the list. Our good friend Jay Wilson is one of the assistants. Uh, he's not been causing any trouble, has he, Coach? Oh, man, Jay's a good guy. I, mean, I, I, <laughs> I was, love him. I you know we it. love him. Yeah, we uh, I mean, we've had all the Zoom meetings that we actually got to meet in person last Sunday. We actually got a Zoom night, and uh, we were sitting there. We met in Williamson at a place uh, called Porky's because Rob Ron Cook found a place. He said, "Man, this is hilarious. This is like the movie." And I said, <laughs> "Yeah, you know, I used to work in Martin County. I said, I remember that place. It's got some good soul food and stuff." And we walked in, and uh, Coach Cook and Coach Wilson uh, got there to the uh, buffet and stuff. I said, "Boys, I'm not eating yet." They said, "What do you mean?" I said, man, I remember this place. If you're going to eat before we meet, I'm going to be asleep. And I look down there and Cook and Wilson down there about nodding off. I said, boys, I told you. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, uh, it's definitely a good group, man. We we keep everybody laughing. I mean, it's, it's been a good group to work with. Oh, absolutely. Well, what are you doing? What are your responsibilities with the team, Coach? Um, I'm calling the uh, – I'm running the offense. I'm going to coach quarterback and wide receiver and run the offense. Oh my God, dude! That is, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Uh, so what are we what are we running? What's two five two going to be running against nine one nine? Oh, we're going to run uh, double tight tall bro T. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you know I me mean? better than that, Brian. We're going. I know. We're going. We're going to spread it out. We're going. Uh, we got some. Uh, we got some really good kids from uh, East Park State. Got some good receivers. Got some good quarterbacks. So we're going to spread it out. and We're going to sling it around a little bit. And we got some pretty decent backs and. Uh, we're going to try to be pretty balanced. Um, I think we have – we got the running back is from Edenton. Running back is from uh, JP2. One of them from uh, uh, Southwest Edgecombe. And we got a couple other kids. got one from Southside. And there's a couple of kids that can run the ball for us on different uh, – different, coming from different schemes, different backgrounds. So, we're going to kind of see what they do. And receiver-wise, we got some – we got some true speed demons. We got some outside receivers, and uh, we got two pretty good quarterbacks. And one of us from Northern Nash, one from Farmville. So I mean, we're pretty, we feel like we're pretty athletic in those positions, and uh, we can throw the ball, we can run the ball. Uh, we definitely have some playmakers that can make things happen in space. Um, so I mean, it's it's a good mix of. I mean, we, when we got selected, I said, all right. I found me going to run my my type of offense. Let me go get my type of guys as I feel for each situation. So I mean, it was, I mean, the kid from Rose that runs four four, and then we got to go get him. I said, "Yep, that's my little jitterbug slot." And I said, "There's a tall outside receiver at Curtis. It's a four four guy." So yep, there we go. There's my day on Chad Ochoa. like like not top off the coverage. Randy Moss guy. Here we go. And uh, so I mean, it was fun. It's been interesting and being able to actually pick the kids to fit your system. I mean, the only problem is we got two days to get everything in, so um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting, and it's been uh, it's been really interesting. I mean, I've been texting these guys for a few weeks now, getting stuff in the, just getting it in their head, letting them see it, and just being able to interact with somebody else's, uh, you know, student athletes, and we talk about how they do things, and uh, and I mean, even with the coaches on staff, we got to talk about how we're going to call offense, how we're going to call defense. We've been able to steal a few other things from each other and learn some things from each other that, you know, I've implemented some of the stuff. They've implemented some of my stuff. So it's been fun. It's been fun being able to collaborate and do stuff like that.
That's awesome. Again, this is a 919-252 game that will be taking place this Saturday at 2 o'clock at uh, JP2, uh, which, by the way, uh, I've had an opportunity to go out there a couple times. That's a, that's a pretty good facility. Have you had a chance to get out there and walk on that field yet, Coach? I have. So I actually went to the first uh, 919-252 game. So, okay, okay. Um, and I remember when they were building that thing, it's, it really is nice. I mean, turf field, I mean, great, I mean, great stands. It's, it really is a really nice facility. Um, and then I know the first 919-252 game, there was a big crowd. I actually got to go see them practice a little bit, I think one night and uh, before I got to see the game. So, I mean, it, it was definitely uh, an exciting experience, not only for the players and fans but I mean as coaches too I mean I know I've, I've got a lot of coaching buddies that have been texting me you know when you guys practice and where you practice and that they're gonna come out and check us out and stuff so it's good to kind of have that brotherhood going on and people want to come see you because they want to come get out of the house for a little while I guess I don't oh, know why yeah. they want to come out and it's gonna be 30 degrees out of practicing 30 nights but they want to come <laughs> on out and check you out so that is so awesome. Okay, uh, we're, we're going to get back to this in a second. Let me pay a bill here real quick. I, I'm going to ask you, uh, let me do this ad real quick, and then I'm going to need you to put your AD hat on for a minute. Is that cool, Coach? That sounds good. Very good. Let's thank UNC Lenore Healthcare. They are the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show, nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kenston. UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for all your healthcare needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org and again thank you thank you thank you so much to beverly jenkins all the folks over at unc lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview let's not waste any time let's get right back into it it's will harrell he is the uh, head football coach he's the athletics director at south nor he's also uh one of the coaches for the 919-252 all-star football game that's going to be taking place at greenville's john paul ii this Saturday at 2 o'clock. And we're going to get back to that in a moment. Uh, again, uh, I wanted you to put your AD hat on for a second. Two new basketball coaches this year. I mean, after uh, Paul Novicki uh, stepped down after, uh, the, I mean, the great uh, Donald Mooring uh, at uh, at South and North, uh, who was an East-West coach himself, uh, one of the great uh, girls basketball coaches in Eastern North Carolina. You've got two new coaches uh, in place there at South Nora uh, coaching uh, on the hardwood uh, Coach Harrell, uh, well, just uh, I just wanted to talk about that for a little bit, and you just assess the the job they've done so far this season, Coach. I mean, I mean, bringing in both of them, uh, both teams. I mean, uh, you know, a little inexperienced. We had some, you know, uh, key players graduate last year, but I mean, I've seen uh, both teams get better. I mean, of course, they got to take a little time, implement the system, get used to coaching style stuff. But I mean, I've seen. I mean, every time we play, I think we've played around six games now. Every time we play, it seems like we get a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better. I mean, and as a coach, that's all you can ask for. And uh, something I've, I saw, I know Friday night we played Aiden Griffin. Um, I know, we, I mean, the boys game, we actually had to lead by about, I think we were leading by like nine or ten right in the first quarter. And, uh, I mean, 
pass off to Aiden Griffin. They come back and forced it, made a tight game, ended up taking the lead in the second half and um, ended up pulling away from us a little bit. But, I mean, we never quit. I mean, I saw a lot of things, attributes I saw in football. And same way with the girls. I mean, we just – we get after it. And uh, I think both of them are doing a good job. I, you know, just – it's just going to take a little time. I mean, but I mean, the best, the best thing I see from, I guess you could say, administrative standpoint is they do get better, a little bit better, a little bit better each week. That is awesome. Uh, and I just thought it was, it, it's unique, especially when you've had coaches. I mean, Coach Novicki had been there for several years. I mean, Coach Mooring had been there for a while that it would be tough enough for you in your position to have to just hire one coach, but to have to hire two coaches. Yeah, that's that's kind of a quick turnaround for someone who's really not been in the position as long as you have as AD coach. Yeah, you're right. I mean, we come up and I mean, I was I was named AD in July, and we had to hurry up and hire this back these basketball coaches. I mean, that was and I had football on top of me too. Yep, yep, I mean, he was yep. like bang, 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 let's go. You know, like that including all the discount car stuff, sponsorship stuff, <laughs> season pass stuff. So I mean, it was it was a lot right there. I, mean, I think that was. Um, I think we did all the interviews in like a week, and we made a decision as quick as we could, and we rolled with it. And then we, and uh, I think we'll be fine in the future. And uh, you know, it was a little forced me to get a little more gray hair. I ain't gonna lie to you because I had the All Star <laughs> Game stuff going on too. So, uh, I mean, I, both of them. I mean, I, I think we hired good people, and I mean, I think they're good for the kids. And uh, like I said, they just just getting better and better each time they play. I mean, that's. I mean, good things are going to happen in, uh, in the future, and I believe that. Absolutely. Again, that voice list to Will Harrell, athletics director over at South Norton. That's what we're talking about right now. Just the, uh, You know what? I thought I would give you, and I thought you uh, would enjoy this maybe, just a, a state of the union kind of uh, thoughts at South Norton right now. Uh, like I said, coming off football and all the fall sports uh, within the last month, five weeks or so, uh, basketball season, wrestling that's going on right now, and then all the spring sports that'll be uh, happening. Uh, it'll be here before we know it, Coach. We're already in mid-December, and they'll start practicing at the beginning of February, so we're really, what, two months, two and a half months away from that? Just give us the State of the Union for South North Blue Devil Athletics, Coach. Man, you're right, and me and, uh, <laughs> and Paul and Vicky have been out there uh, mowing the uh, ryegrass for almost about a month now, so we got the spring sports getting ready to start, pick up and get rolling. Uh, one, the thing I'll say about South North Athletics, and I've seen it in every sport, God knows we're young. And we got, I mean, there's not many seniors really on any team. I, mean, I was sitting there looking at the basketball teams the other night going, I know we're still young. I mean, football, we were young. Volleyball, we had some key players play that were young. Soccer, we were the same way. Um, baseball is going to be the same. Softball is going to be the same. We've got to rely on some youth. So, I mean, some of those, uh, some of those struggles go, like I said, in football, I mean, you know, the best thing about a freshman is you got them for three or four years. The worst thing is they can make, you know, useful mistakes at the worst possible times, but you got to grow up with it. But, um, the future is definitely bright. I mean, overall for the program. Uh, I, mean, I sat in on some wrestling practice a few weeks ago and was checking paperwork stuff. I mean, we're young in that sport too. I know we don't have many seniors and, um, I mean, looking at, looking at rosters and thinking about it on top of my head, we're not going to have a whole lot of seniors and athletes next year. So, I mean, we got a couple years here that's, you know, we're going to really grow and develop and, uh, and that's, you know, 
right now, some of the coaches, especially the football coach, that can't be frustrating when you're that young playing all these powerhouses. But, you know, down the road, what can you get these kids to do? How can you get them to develop? But uh, I'll say this, all the kids are hungry and eager to win. Um, all the kids are hungry and eager to work. And, you know, I got some coaches right here that, you know, it's it's nice to not be able to ask something. They just jump and just do. I mean, they see something, they take their own initiative, and they just do it. And I walk around there doing stuff. I'm like, all right, man, this is all right. I ain't got to do that. I can check that off the list today. That's nice little AD. So, um, we definitely, I mean, definitely the next two or three years, I think we should be very strong, uh, not only in numbers, but in varsity experience in every sport we got out here. I can't. Um, and I know South Nor, who I will say again, and I know I irritate my Kinston listeners, my Kinston High School listeners, and my North Nor High School listeners, probably even my parent in Bethel and Green Central. But the best fans in this county, in Lenore County, are at South Lenore. And I'm not saying that to fire anybody up. I'm not doing a hot take. I'm serious. All you got to do, you go to a football game. You guys are always, you have the best crowds at your football games. You go to basketball, which I've not had a chance to get down to Munn yet and see a game yet this season, but always have the best crowds there too. And the same thing in, in baseball and softball. I mean, it just, they are hungry. Not only are your uh, athletes and your student athletes and your coaches, everybody hungry. I think your fans are too, aren't they, coach? Oh, there ain't no doubt. I still got uh, parents buying our uh, discount debit cards. I mean, I'm right here on the Brown Hank Show advertising. If I need a debit card for Christmas, you come on to South Lenore High School. But uh, I can't believe I actually sold about 12 of them last week, Brian. So I'm just still awesome. rolling. But uh, well, you're right. They, uh, we got a lot of fan support. I mean, we have a lot of parent involvement in our uh, in our programs. I mean, we uh, have a lot of parents feed the kids with various sports for yep. the game, after the game. and. I mean, and everybody knows. I mean, we get God. I get emails and texts all the time about wanting to schedule games. People know we travel, so I mean, we're going to go see our people, and uh, I mean, we're going when we get there, we're going to go raid somebody's concession stand and eat everything they got. So I mean, everybody in the everybody in the East wants to play us. Just about. I got a text the other day about somebody from Raleigh wanting to play soccer. I'm like, yeah, that ain't happening on Tuesday. <laughs> But I mean, everybody knows when you play us. I mean, we're—I mean, we're going to pack our place. We're yep. going to come to your place and pack it. I mean, it's always a good turnout when you play South Lamore, and we have a lot of parents that are very supportive of all the programs out here. That is awesome. Listen, we are up against it, but I cannot let you go without talking to you about uh, the NCHSAA expanding to eight classes, which it looks like it's going to happen. What does that mean for the East Central? What does that mean for uh, conference? Uh, affiliations coming up and i know we're getting ready to go through all that process again but i just wanted to get your thought and coach I, I hate to do this we've only got about two minutes left here before i've got to let you go but uh, your thoughts on uh, realignment on uh, going to eight classes in the nchsa and what does that mean for south lenore specifically coach um i think me it's, it's time i mean it's, it's been time to do this for a while and uh me and coach giesman were actually talking the other day i mean i know we're going off the adms of this uh no this upcoming October's uh ADMs honestly Brian I don't I don't know what we do I mean I was sitting there looking at Giza when I said man we could stay right where we are we could go to the west and go with Johnson County we could go north and go with Pitt County Washington area I said you know I don't know exactly what the cutoff's going to be nobody does it's going to be interesting when they uh first uh send out that first model to see what they really do and do we have, I mean, with eight classifications, like me and Giesman both said, everything's going to have to be a split league. 
this yeah. game. It, it, yeah. If not, the travel is going to be an absolute nightmare. So I mean, it's going to be. I mean, I wish I had some some verbiage and some language about how they're going to do that, but I, mean, I know everybody in the state does. But um, I just think it's been time to to do this. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, mean I, I think when they had the whole subdivision for football three or four years ago, I, I honestly felt they should have done it for every sport anyway. And yeah, that's really all this really is. But it's going to be interesting. I mean, there's going to be some some places that, I mean, for example, you take Tarboro that I think they got like 480 kids. I know when I was in Martin County, they had over 600. So where does, you know, where's the cutoff line fall? I know we've got some more charter schools. Like I said, there was six more that was joining the association next year. So there's no telling what's going to pop up between now and then. And who knows who's going to have what sport, who's not going to have what sport. Yep. You know, it's going to be a lot of what ifs, but I think it's, it's just something needs to be done. And, um, I know when I last I look, I know us and Wallace and James Keenan are very similar in size, and East Duplin's a little bit bigger, and Southwest and Kenton's a little bit smaller, and North North's a lot bigger than us. So, where do we go? I think it's kind of like a Where's Waldo book. You just kind of got to pick it out. All right, boys, there he is. Let's go. So, <laughs> I, um, I wish we, I told, uh, we went to the regional meeting. I did tell them, I, uh, I just hope that, you know, the membership gets, uh, you know, the rules and language and verbiage a whole lot sooner than the media does so we get a chance to really digress and ask questions before, bam, we see it on high school OT. You know, it would be nice to kind of go back and discuss that. So, well, I think I we know. both know better than that. Uh, Nick's got his, uh, <laughs> his tentacles, his tentacles into uh, Chapel Hill so much. Uh, he knows stuff before uh, the board knows it a lot of times. Anyway, listen. One last time, nine one nine. Oh, you think you guys will be three A? It'll you guys will probably be three A, right? If it goes one yeah, A through eight like, A. Yeah, I think we'll be three, depending on the cutoff. Maybe small four one. Okay. Very good. That's going to be weird to say. South Lenore four A team. That would be weird. Listen, <laughs> uh, one last thing. Or nine one nine two five two this Saturday two p.m. at John Paul II. Coach Will Harrell will be one of the coaches out there taking care of business. Uh, Coach, we're going to do our best to be out there for it. Got to get a picture of us with you or with Linda and I on the field with you if we can, Coach. No, we'll do it. We'll get old Jay Wilson in there. I know he's going to bring a shovel. <laughs> you know he's going to. Hey, Coach Harrell, <laughs> thank you for all your time this morning. Look forward to seeing you Saturday, sir. I appreciate it, Brian. There you go. That's Will Harrell from South Lenore High School. Let's get John and Jonathan in here. Let's play the birthday game. We'll wrap up the Monday, December 11th edition of the Brian Hanks Show right after that. Today is Monday, December the 11th in the year of the Lord 2023. Or is it? Or is After the conversation we just had uh, leading into this. Uh, Night not, is day, down is up. <laughs> we're in the upside down. Mm. What show is that from? Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Okay, you I would expect to know that. How in the world do you know that, Because Dave Chappelle used it in a promo for one of his specials, and I had to look it up because I was curious what he was oh. doing. And I've never seen the show either. Yeah, well, but you but you know enough about yeah. popular culture. I mean, John Dawson knows nothing about popular culture. So. I beg your pardon. <laughs> I mean, anyway. popular culture in the 70s, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Neither one of you have seen the show Billions. That's been the most watched show yeah, this year. Yeah, he's right. I've not seen it, and I want so to. I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah. You love it. Bill Simmons loves it. And, and I, I'm, I'm going to rent uh, The Holdovers, Paul Giamatti's new movie that's out. Okay. When are you guys going to come over and watch uh, Killers of the Flower Moon? Because it's it out now. Yet? I think it's out on uh, DirecTV. You can order it. 
I could do a Saturday morning sometime. We're going to do it before Christmas? Now, yeah. that, that doesn't mean 11.59, just so you know. Well, hey, it better freaking not mean 4.30 either, okay? It doesn't okay? mean 4.30. Okay. Because uh, Daddy sleeps in on weekends, okay? Well, I do, man. I just, hey, I got to get up early Monday through Friday. Now, I don't get it twisted. I get a nap. But just have your butt conscious by 10 a.m. We watched the movie, didn't you? Still, I got sad. Yeah, but it's like six hours though. You'll be <sighs> here until four o'clock that afternoon. <laughs> you all right over there? I'm out. Well, while, while while John Dawson regains consciousness, we'll start with Jonas Massey. How was your weekend, dude? It was pretty good. You know, I you know, did some yard work. Needed to needed to spruce the place up a little bit. Do you bit. rake leaves or just let the wind blow them and let them do their own thing? I rake them. I, I, my leaves are right on the edge of the yard up against the woods, and eventually the wind just blows them back into woods. <laughs> and leaves are good for your grass if you let them just... Everything ends up under my carport, so I have to rake it out. Uh, and we sweep the carport, but I'm just saying, if there's a few leaves in the yard... If, yeah, if I, my carport is op it's open on both ends. Right, yeah. So they'll just keep coming right back in, and I'm not yeah. going to keep sweeping. Well, What I'm saying is... If they're on the edge of your yard, say your yard was up against the Oh, woods. no, 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 no. Well, it. Don't be a woman. Don't complicate it. I'm not. So, yeah, if, I'm not sweeping the wood line. I mean, uh, wow. raking the wood line. Okay. All right. But I am getting them out of the bulk of my yard. Okay. And I have two fenced in areas that get a lot of leaf play. Okay. <laughs> that sounds dirty. There you go. What about you? Okay, you did yard work. What did you do over there, John Dawson? Uh, worked, uh, there's a guy in, uh, from Nashville that's relocated to Wilson, and we're starting to get videos together for Third of Never's 2024 campaign. Okay. Are you going to put Jonathan and I in a video? Well, I put you in the last one, and you haven't even watched it. Have you sent me the link to it? Yeah. Yeah. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> I watched it. How did we look? Well, it wasn't so much a video as it was like a short film that sampled the whole record. Oh. For the oh, third of okay. everything, we're going to hire a professional. I mean, we were okay. we were in there for like, oh, which that. I told you it would be. Yeah, you like did. That. You did. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, I can't wait to see it. Uh, well, I went. Uh, I had a basketball day on Saturday. We went to uh, see uh, ECU take on the University of South Carolina. I'm so glad you're finally getting into sports. Yeah, me too. But then well, you're going to love this. We saw that game at Menji's in uh, in Greenville, then left there, came to Kenton and watched LCC play on Saturday. Just just give me your your television and your stereo. You don't use them. Just give them to me. I do on Sundays. Hey, what, I had a good crew over uh, to watch uh, football. Uh, when are you guys going to come over and watch football with me on a Sunday afternoon? When I get to where I don't despise football. <laughs> Jonathan? Wait, so when you sent me that text, you knew there was going to be multiple people here. Yeah. Yuck. What's wrong with that, dude? It's Jacques. Well, we had Jacques, Ricky Whaley, Mickey Weatherington. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Scott was here. Scott Whittington. Uh, Parrot Academy head basketball coach. There were nine people all together. That seems or, excessive, ca Brian. Counting uh, Linda, there were ten when she got back here, too. I'm sure she so. was glued to the football game. Yeah, she was. So, I know Scott. Yeah. I passively know Jock. Yeah. You know Jock. He's the sponsor of this birthday game. How's that reads as, extra ginger ale? As, 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 as much as I think of, uh, of Jock, I've only met him like once. Really? Mm -hmm. Well, you need to come over and hang out with us, dude. Well, he's not going to be able to meet him because he's going to have to talk to 12 people. Well, I don't know if there'll be 12 this coming uh, week, but uh, we've, we've had uh, we've had pretty good numbers. Hey, Dawson, deal. come over. We're having just a small get-together. <laughs> How many people is small, Brian? 73. 73. <laughs> Whatever, man. 
you're lucky I RSVP to your wedding, which I actually haven't done yet. <laughs> I haven't yeah. gotten the invitation are you, yet. Are you serious? That's a heart attack. Okay, well, you need to talk to Linda on your way out then. You're not the only one. We've had like four or five people Or it could be something that. that the wife and, da- and my daughter have and just haven't told me. That's probably, it's got to be The house bad. could be on fire and they might tell me when the fire department shows up. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, she's getting a little bit of stress. I mean, the deadline, ironically, the deadline for uh, We're going, turning into RSVP. I, mean, I know, I know, but was uh, Saturday, December 9th. And, and it's a small thing. We're trying to let people know that too. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm running out of air. You help me laugh here. <laughs> well, let's not make fun of Brian. He can't help it. Anyway, man, you're trying to create work for our boy over here, okay? You're doing a really good job of holding it in, though. I am. It's the second Which isn't that hard birthday to do. game in a row I've done this. You don't think I want to cuss you two out every two minutes? Just have some impulse control. Anyway. <laughs> Schmucks. I should hey. say this because here's the bad thing, and let me ask you all this, and this is in all sincerity. <laughs> Everybody's coming up to us and saying, hey, you went to a wedding. We can't wait. And I mean, these are people... Just say she came to her senses and they'll believe you. (laughs) That's true, too. But we, dude, it's bad. I mean, I feel bad. I think this is a conversation for the air. Yeah, probably not, but we'll we'll keep it on the air, though. No, just that we've, there are a lot of people. We can't invite everybody, man. You know, I mean, it's just really, it is. Doggone tooting there, let me tell you. They got Uh, a separate caterer for Richard Clark. (laughs) Wait a minute. It better be dog. <laughs> just, I wish he listened to the show. Just because we take we take these little veiled shots of him two or three times. Because we, we love him. We love Richard. Get him a Coke Zero and some bagel bites on a paper plate. He'll be happy. <laughs> His tail anyway. be wagging. <laughs> anyway, we uh, it is man. I mean, it's it's she's a little bit stressed. But, so listen to the because she's marrying. To the people who've received invitations, if you've not RSVP'd yet, Linda is going to be calling you personally and texting you to find out what your deal is. So uh, She needs witnesses for this for the litigation. The cert is going to come soon after. <laughs> oh, my God. That is probably not wrong. So, yeah. anyway, that was my Saturday. Went and saw two games, watched football all day yesterday, my fantasy football. Yesterday, this is it, Jonathan Massey, today, tonight. When the Monday night football games take place, you know there's two Monday night football games tonight. Yeah, that doesn't convolute things at all. At all. But this is it. This is the end of the regular season. Of, also, uh, the last bye week. Yeah. I am uh, I'm in eight leagues. I'm going to make the playoffs in five of them. Dude. Playoffs? Yeah, especially after the way my season started. This is a miracle. Yeah. A miracle. There's one league I've, I started one and nine in. I'm going to have won the last – I'm sorry, one and eight in, and I will have won the last five games of that and finish six and eight. And we'll see tonight. I've got a chance of making the playoffs in that league, dude. But started out one and eight, and uh, have a chance to make the playoffs in that league. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping to cling on to playoff spots in a couple. But uh, Hank's league was not kind to me. Although one week ago, I beat Justin Hill <laughs> and may have knocked him out of playoff contention. And that breaks your heart, right? Oh, I'm just all to pieces. <laughs> there you go. Okay, there you go. Uh, Jonathan Massey, you won Friday's birthday game. It's now tied three days to three here in December. We need to remind people, too, this is going to be a short month. Our final day of uh, the year is going to be a week from Friday, so we've only got 10 more, counting today, 10 more birthday games this month uh, because yeah. of because of Christmas and the wedding and all that. Then did you know I'm taking uh, last day's December 22nd. We won't be back until January 8th because of the honeymoon. So, as far as you know, hey, 
What does that? I don't even know what that means. What does that mean, John Dawson? I don't know. What do you say? <laughs> what did you say? I said, as far as you know. Oh, there you go. Oh. Okay, uh, Captain Stubing. Why don't you tell us about Goico Office Automation over there, Jonathan Massey? Since you won on Friday. Well, while some things might not be a sure thing, uh, Goico Office Automation and their client service. That is 100% foolproof. You can set your clock, set your watch back. They are going to give you the best of the best when it comes to office innovation equipment and client service. And if you want to see what they can do for you and what Jacques Passeleg can personally do for you, you just need to give them a call. And, and you, how do you do that? You pick up the telephone and you dial 252-286-286-5353. Or you can visit his websites at goeconc.com, goeconc.com, or whatisgoeco.com, or whatisgoeco.com for more information. That fourth BG brother is creeping his way back into the (laughs) harmonies. You know there used to be four of them, right? Of the BGs? Yeah. In the 60s, there were four of them. Yeah. Well, here we go. Why don't we go ahead and jump into this here, Jonathan Massey. starts with you. (laughs) He was born Dante Terrell Smith. But we know him better as. Most deaf. Most deaf. Most people wish they were deaf after they hear this crap. Uh, he's one of the best hip-hop artists out there for sure. And it's still one of my favorite cameos ever in a movie was in. That he was in. Talladega Nights. Don't you remember where they did you see Talladega Nights? Oh, yet. at the garden party. At the garden party. That uh whatever the French Sasha guy. Baron Cohen's. Yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen's that. And so Ricky Bobby goes walking out there and who's at this NASCAR driver's dinner party? Most deaf and Elvis Costello. Oh uh, <laughs> now most deaf did a great acting role in Monsters Ball. He was yes, a he did. He, I gotta give it to him. He did a great job. And did you see him in sixteen blocks? He was really no. good in that too. No, that's a good movie. It was a very very good movie. Monsters Ball. Make me feel good. <laughs> I never saw Halle Berry. Oh, yeah. yeah won the Academy Ball. Award for it. Yeah. I'm a big fan of uh, Halle Berry. Big fan of Most Def, too, though. Uh, Jonathan Massey, how old today is Most Def? She was great in Swordfish, too. Especially, yeah. I haven't exactly. seen it, but I know about it. And I, You should watch Monsters Ball. It's the best movie she ever made. Wow. She's a good actress. Her and Billy Bob. A little on the crazy side, they say, in real life. You were raison d'etre, isn't it? Well, yeah, that is true. <laughs> uh, that was good. Yeah. Most deaf. How old is he over there today, Jonathan Massey? 54. You say 54. What do you say, John Dawson? 53. He was born December the 11th in the year of our Lord, 1973. So he is exactly 5-0, 50 years old today. Dude, this, really, I, this isn't really – it's not your traditional – This is almost not annoying. Yeah. As I'm saying his is musical. It's more – I mean, listen, that's music. That he's talking over. <sighs> anyway. I don't hate most deaf. Now, I'm not going to go out of my way to listen to it. I think he's well. Awesome. He, he's gonna he'll go down in history if for nothing else for being part of the racial draft on Chappelle show. Yes, God, he will. that was such brilliant writing. Okay, Rocking here's our around. the Christmas tree. But who's singing Lee? it? Is it Peggy Lee. I always get this. You got wrong. the wrong Lee. Something Lee. Peggy Lee. Tom, Amy Lee. Tommy Lee. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Emma Lee. 
Get it? Ah, Emma Lee. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Brenda Lee. Brenda Lee. Yeah, Brenda Lee. Amy Lee was the name of uh, John Goodman's wife in The Righteous Gemstones. It was, yeah. Love this. Brenda Lee. Uh, John Dawson's to you. How old is Brenda Lee today? <laughs> Look at Jonathan. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Of Holiday traditions on XM is the best uh, <laughs> Christmas station there, Hacky. Okay. Um, uh, God, 86. Play the sax over there. 86. Jonathan? 86. Even, is it this one? Yeah. 86. You say 86. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 85. She was born December the 11th in the year of her Lord, 1944. So only 79 today. So Get out of Boston. Yep, only 79, yeah. Uh, who got uh, most death? So you lead two to nothing there, John Dawson. No, he does not. He said 86. I said 85. I got that one. It's 1-1. One, one. Quit trying to screw me. <laughs> mm. Okay, well, that was Brenda <laughs> Lee. Halls with bows of high. He's worse than a three-year-old. <laughs> what singing? Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, we've got another musical hint here. Oh. Got to let this one in then. No, you don't. You go on to the next one. I'll just cut it out. He's a co-founder, oh, bassist, and primary songwriter for this band. Nikki Six. Look at you over there in your Nikki Six knowledge. I'm very impressed. Do you know what his birth name was? By the way, I think this is... Trailer the, Park Crooner. I think this is one of the five most perfect rock songs of all time. All right, I'm out. <laughs> Dude, I love how it starts out. He took his headphones off, so I guess I'm just talking to you, Jonathan Massey. <laughs> Please don't say that out loud ever it again. It really is, though. Dude, it starts It's not off, even close. It starts off with this piano right like here. Like 10 million songs do. It's got great vocals. Then it goes into the electric guitar. I mean, it rocks the... It rocks out. I stopped. It rocks... Oh, here we go. Oh, my God. Come on, sing it. Massey, you know those pamphlets we've been going over with Linda for the facility for Pooch over there? <laughs> this might be the time. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure he had just put this. Too loud. Way too it loud. It is too loud, you're right. In the same category as Bye Bye Rally. Yeah, I did. What's, if you're, what's if you're serious about like that, so i got to quit the show. <laughs> Listen, What's now, the one with Pink Floyd? Yeah. Comfortably, numb. Like, comfortably numb. Yeah. I actually tried to make him listen to another Pink Floyd song about two months ago. How'd that go? Just he, kept talking. Did he jump out of a moving car? <laughs> no, he just kept. No, he just ignored yeah. me. Was I think there was one by REM. You. Uh, oh, yeah. Then there's Ac Acrobat by U2. So that's it. That's my five most perfect rock songs. Right. I gotta there. tell you, Acrobat is no longer my favorite song on Octone Baby. I'm sorry, we got to listen to uh, this. Is, uh, to Brian, we can't do 90 minutes on Motley Crue. How, well, we're bound to be close as it is. No, we're, we're in good shape. We're yeah. in great shape. Motley Lou. Yeah. <laughs> Motley Lou. Uh, the uh, hot tub. Hot tub time machine. I had to hurt. You could go to Vernon Park Mall. What year did this come out? 87, 88? Yeah. You could go to Vernon Park Mall, and every other car 
had a cassette of this Blair. It was just like it was the national anthem for watch it unpaid DWIs, uh, domestic abuse, wife beaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, listen to this. Listen to this guitar. Tasteless noodling. <laughs> Blame Too it right loud, here. Brian. You Brian. really don't like this. I can understand you not liking it, I I'm guess. Not a, I'm not a big or Motley Or most Crew of the fan. listeners. <sighs> not true, man. Our listeners love Motley Crue. Ask Mr. Clemens. Right. <laughs> <laughs> most deaf is in his CD collection, too, yeah. I'm sure. You got to admit, this has been a pretty eclectic. I mean, uh, most deaf, Brenda Lee, and Motley Crue. See, this is what makes this a perfect song. Listen. I know the song. And just the way it ends here, man, this is just it's beautiful. It's like, it goes back to the piano. It's like the every other power ballad of the decade. This is the part where the video's in black and white. Then when it goes to the guitar solo, it goes to color. <laughs> who's the, who's line with Bill that? Burr. Bill Burr, yeah. He's not wrong. Please don't. Uh, uh, this is God. Nikki Six. By the way, I his, think I said it nine hours ago. Well, his uh, birth name was Frank Carlton Serafino Ferrana Jr. Wait a minute. Listen. Yeah, Liberace made a million dollars doing that. So did Nikki Six and uh, Motley Crue. So anyway, how old today, Jonathan? Matt, you all right over there? Huh, are you? Yeah. <laughs> how old today is Nikki Six God, from Motley four Crue? Four minutes on Motley Crue. You did do four minutes that on that. Nobody cares about sixty-seven. Motley Crue. You say sixty-seven. What do you say, John Dawson? Sixty-six. You are closer. He was born December the 11th, 1958. So he is 65. You take a two-to-one well, He might be 66 there. now after that segment. It might be. Yeah, that was a pretty long segment there. God. Okay. Uh, so that means we got to bang out these last two here. Uh, John Dawson, you lead two-to-one. I am right, right? Yes. Two-to-one, okay. <laughs> well, you're like really keeping score now to make sure I don't cheat you, aren't you? I, I always do. Well, there you go. Hey, John Dawson, he's a former presidential candidate. He lost in 2004 to W. He was a U.S. Senator from Massachusetts from 1985 to 2013. The Secretary of State to President Obama from 13 to 17. He is currently the U.S. Special Presidential Envoy for Climate, whatever that means. It's Jonathan Parrott Carey. (laughs) Is his middle name really Parrott? No, I'm just messing with him. Oh, my God, but would that not be awesome? Now I've got to look it up and see what his uh, middle name is. Well, while I'm doing that, why don't you, uh, let's see, John Carey, middle name. Forbes. John Forbes Carey. That sounds right. That does. That tracks, doesn't it? It Uh, does, in fact, track. John Carey. How old is he today over there, John Dawson? (laughs) You all right? (laughs) Still in Motley Crue overload. I know, man. Isn't it great? No, it's awful. (laughs) It's awesome. Uh, Bye bye, O'Reilly. Whatever that crap crap was. Yeah. Um, Home Sweet Home, Motley Crue, one of the most perfect rock songs ever written. (laughs) It's almost as good as Behind Blue Eyes by. uh, uh, Oh, boy. (laughs) I'm not having a brain toot here. Uh, Because you listen to Motley Crue and it's eating your brain. Biscuit. Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Look at my son over there. Limp Biscuit. Yep. Behind blue eyes. Just wasting all this time. Yeah, I know. How old today is uh, John Kerry? 
75. You say 75. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 74. Ooh, you went the wrong way. He was born oh, December well. the 11th, 1943. He is 80 years old today. So uh, there you go. You've already clinched the day there, John Dawson. Uh, let's get you. Uh, we've got another musical hint. You're going to like this. I'll no, 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 no. We'll Before. finish this segment tomorrow, folks. <laughs> let's see. And she's got a. Uh, oh, dude. I promise. You want to put some uh, De Niro? See, you'll say you don't like it. I want you to hit play. Okay. You ain't nothing but a hound dog, Big Mama Thornton. Big Mama Thornton. You know why they called her that? Because she was big. She was, she was six foot tall and over 200 pounds. That's why they called her. Her name, she was born Willie Mae Thornton, but we know her better as Big Mama Thornton. And there's a lot of people who point to this song as one of the real two or three uh, This and Rocket or, 88, and I can't think. But, yeah, this is this is know, ground zero rock and roll. Brian was actually her PR manager when she first started. Wow. I don't get it. You're old. Oh. Well, she is, too. Uh, she died in 1984, Jonathan Massey. Big Mama Thornton. Playing, that's an, uh, uh, she's playing electric guitar, too. Is she? Uh, she's playing a Gibson SG. Uh, I didn't realize that. A hundred. You say 100. What do you say, John Dawson? This is, though, I mean, in all sincerity, right? One of the great early ground, rock songs. Ground Zero, when it was in the Petri dish, this yep. was, yeah, uh, 101. Yeah, she was born December the 11th, 1926, so she would be 97 today oh, wow. if she were still alive. Uh, doesn't matter, John, you'd already clinched the day, but you win today 3-2. to two. A couple of great birthdays here, both of North and North Angles. Yes. Oh, I thought you were getting ready to interrupt me. No, so we, we get four minutes of Motley Crue and 30 seconds of Big Mama Thornton. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, next, my next-door neighbor, and you said before, one of your uh, favorite teachers when you were at North and North, Lee Holder. Yes. Today is his birthday. What would you like to say to Mr. Holder? Happy birthday. Thanks for letting us hang out in your classroom during lunch and uh, rifle through your Who albums you had in the classroom. He was a good teacher, wasn't he? Great teacher. Uh, very honored that he is my next door neighbor, even though he did that, uh, you did that terrible trick on me and told me that you had heard it somewhere that uh, he was selling his house. Because you announced you were neighbors and they put it on the market immediately. Dude, you, if you realize the furor that co that uh, <laughs> caused that day, oh, they thought someone had stolen their identity. They were. <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome. But happy birthday, Mr. Holder. Also, uh, we had her here on the show last week. She played for. Uh, Maryland Eastern Shore against ECU. We were at the game. Ashanti Lynch, a former North North player. Today is her birthday, too. So, if your birthday is today, like Ashanti Lynch, Lee Holder, and uh, Nikki Six, <laughs> then uh, have a great birthday. Are you pulling hairs out of your head over there? It's the only thing that makes me feel anymore. <laughs> 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 the Prince of Darkness, man. I love it. Have a great birthday. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by uh, GoEco Office Automation. Let's drive around the mall and drink Bartles and Jane and listen to Motley Crue. Yeah. Woo, home sweet home. <laughs> there you go. Hey, uh, thank you again to uh, Mark Panicelli in our first hour, to Will Harrell here in our second hour. Really appreciate them joining us here on the show today. Tomorrow. Man, have we got a good show for you. Richard Clark in our first hour and making his debut here on the Brian Hanks Show. Uh, Lenore, uh, Lenore County Commissioner Keith King 
will be joining us here in our second hour. Have a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.